0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Goodwill Meditation Webinar. Today is Wednesday, the 26th of January. My name is Dominic Dibble, and I'm being joined today by my co-worker, Michael Galloway of New York. After the meditation, he'll be sharing some thoughts on building the new world of tomorrow. As I'm sure many of you know, the Goodwill Meditation Group is a global group of people who link up every Wednesday at noon to meditate upon the energy of goodwill with the the idea, the objective of stimulating and strengthening goodwill as as, as expressed by humanity as a whole. And we hold a webinar on the last Wednesday of each month to provide an online space for individuals to gather and work together using this goodwill meditation and also to discuss the work of goodwill. <clears throat> Why the focus on goodwill? Because it is, in essence, the name we give to the potent energy of divine will as it expresses itself through human relationship. This powerful energy overcomes all separating forces and has the potential to transform all aspects of our societies and the planet itself. Goodwill is both positive and dynamic. It has been defined as love in action and and exists in all human relationships that resonate to a note of loving intention. Goodwill redeems, it unifies and it reveals the essential goodness underlying all outer forms. The existence of goodwill is evidence of the relationship between humanity, the spiritual hierarchy and divinity itself. Before we continue, let's pause for a brief moment of reflection. And then we will say together the mantra of the new group of world servers. And in doing so, we'll, we'll identify this group who have gathered here together online and the wider group of all who are p- participating in this meditation today with the new group of world servers by using the plural WE in the final line. May the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servers. May the love of the one soul characterise the lives of all who seek to aid the Great Ones. may we fulfill our part in the one work through self-forgetfulness harmlessness and right speech When I was growing up, <clears throat> which was in the 1970s, my fascination with science fiction led me to imagine a rocket-chipped, jet-packed, silver-towered future. A world of tomorrow that hovered excitingly just beyond the horizon. Now that we've passed into the new millennium, some of these predictions are more or less true. The towers may not be silver, but they are glass billionaires vie with one another to launch privately funded satellites and a working jetpack does exist although it can only stay in the air for around eight minutes but what my childish fantasies didn't include then and don't seem to be prioritized now is the revolution in morals needed keep the technologies of the future managed safely on behalf of all the kingdoms of nature. Who is it that lives in those glass towers for example and at what cost are they raised into the heavens? What World Goodwill and other similar initiatives seek to do is to remind people of the urgent need for that moral, spiritual, inner revolution. A meditation today focuses, as always, on the central importance of relationship. And in that, it might seem boring to the prophets of endless technological innovation, yet Ironically, much of the focus of this innovation is on devices and services which potentially enrich our capacities for relationship. And while relationship itself is an eternal fact, at the same time, our relationships with all beings should be constantly renewed and enriched if we are to move in the direction of evolution, which progressively fuses spirit and matter into one. Thus, the world of each inner tomorrow is just as exciting, just as genuinely new as any space-age technological marvel. What we need to consciously and deliberately empower is our ability to relate the two visions to ensure that that our outer civilization is ensouled by an equally rich inner culture. Such linking of visions exists in thousands, perhaps millions of diverse forms in the work of the new group of world servers. As they each work towards their specific vision of tomorrow they are braiding together those visions into the great rainbow ladder of ascent and descent that is the new world. In our meditation work today, we strengthen the eternal principle relationship, which is the core of this work. So now we're going to go into our meditation. As we do so, we recognize that we're doing this together with Thousands of others around the planet are linking in subjectively. So we link up in thought with all those throughout the world who are working with this Goodwill meditation group. We reflect upon the essential principle of relationship. This principle works out in many different ways. We are related to our family. We relate it to our communities. We're related to the nations of which we form a member, a citizen. Related to the world of nations and, and countries. And we're related ultimately to the whole of humanity, which is made up of many races, many many nations, many peoples also who, for one reason or another, have no nations, but all one humanity in consciousness. And as we recognize that relationship with all of humanity, we use the mantram of unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve, and not exact due service. I seek to heal not hurt let pain bring due reward of light and love let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time let vision come Reflect upon your own and humanity's collective relationship with all those beings who dwell in the higher realms of mind and heart. Those who are spoken of as the spiritual hierarchy of saints, of rishis, of bodhisattvas and and masters. Those beings who are honored by all the world's faiths and religions and spiritual grouping. And as you recognize this relationship with the kingdom of living souls, imagine you are standing within the center of this kingdom, immersed in the consciousness of the heart of love. This heart of love has many names, the Christ, Maitreya, the Imam Mahdi, the Konki Avatar, and so on. maintaining that high point of contact with the, the energy of love flowing out from the center of the heart of love let your thoughts reach out to include all members of the human family in whom the energy of goodwill is active Let me use the affirmation in the center of all love, I stand. From that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad. In my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualize this energy of love flowing out from the kingdom of living living souls, the hierarchy through the, the people of goodwill everywhere and into the hearts and minds of all, infusing them with goodwill, creating loving, harmonious, creative human relationships. Meditate on ways of spreading goodwill, creating right relationships and restoring peace on earth. Realize in doing so that you are helping to build a channel between the spiritual hierarchy and humanity through which the energy of goodwill may flow, uniting humanity, solving its problems, healing all differences and cleavages. linked together in thought with people of goodwill all over the world, we say together the great invocation, with deliberation and full commitment to its meaning, knowing that we are radiating its potent energies to humanity. From the center, which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth
1: Hello, everyone. So is Dominic. Thank you, Dominic, for that meditation. I'd like now to just give a short presentation on the theme, and then we'll follow that today with a group discussion. Um, So if you have any ideas or thoughts um, about the theme, the theme is going to be about building the new world of tomorrow, about the new group of world servers. So if you have any any thoughts or ideas about the new group, maybe groups that you maybe questions about what the group is that aren't answered in the presentation, or if you have any um, examples of groups or individuals working within the group of world servers that you'd like to share, please keep those in mind and we should, we should have some time today to, to do that. Today, there is a sense held by many that humanity is really on the precipice of something new and unknown. Many are looking towards the future with apprehension and worry, and others are looking with hopeful expectancy. Yet rising above the vicissitude of emotional experience, there are a number who employ the intelligent and discriminative mind to see, to create, and to lead humanity into its future. This group sees the present as it is, the future as it can be, and aspires to creatively work out the path to get there. It is this group of knowers, of illumined thinkers, and practical idealists whose task it is to build the new world of tomorrow and to mediate the new world into existence. This group is called the New Group of World Servers. It is a worldwide group and it spans the full diversity of the human race. It has no outer organization and it draws its members from every race, religion, nationality, and ideology. Its members do not all think the same, nor do they hold the same opinions, but all are committed to the ideals of brotherhood and international unity and seek to see these ideals work out through active service in some field of human endeavor. The demands of humanity upon this group are many, for it is their responsibility to uphold the vision and to bring it into manifestation. They are charged with inspiring humanity towards its highest ideals, and with transmitting illumination from the plane of soul into the hearts and minds of men and women everywhere. One of the ways this group achieves its objectives is through what's called creative and sustaining meditation. This meditation is not necessarily occult in, in nature, and it is very different from the um, seated meditation, which is often depicted coming from the Eastern traditions. This group meditation goes forth within the hustle and bustle of daily affairs and its members are challenged to focus the consciousness of the soul while maintaining their daily routine. In doing so, they project the energy of the soul into their daily lives and into their work. And This work, of course, is not limited to philanthropy or to religious work. It includes scientists, economists, intellectuals or academics, educators, politicians, and any number of vocations can all offer significant fields of service for those working within this group. All of this is so-called spiritual work, but it's important to keep in mind that the word spiritual pertains Goes well beyond the religious or the contemplative life. It pertains to, really, at its heart of the word, to relationship at all levels of life expression between individuals, between groups, between the various kingdoms in nature, and between God and his manifested world. Divinity is above, it is below. It's within and it's without all things. It lies behind the evolutionary impulse and it awakens in time and space and under cyclic law, the power of perception and sensitivity to the greater life, which is the goal and aspiration of each unit, whether that unit's a mineral, a plant, an animal, a human, an entire kingdom in nature, or the planet itself. All of that which is spiritual has to do with the evolutionary process and to the big, the great field and web of relationships which connect all things. One of the preeminent tasks of the new group of world servers is exactly in this work of relationship. One of their tasks, preeminent tasks, is to mediate between two great planetary centers. One of these centers is, of course, humanity, and the other is that great center which is the heart of our planetary life, which we refer to as the spiritual hierarchy of our planet. The hierarchy is a great group of liberated units of life who work with all lives and all kingdoms in nature, but particularly with the soul or the consciousness aspect of those lives, their souls. They have no personality as we understand it, and they are characterized by a perfect harmlessness and a perfect apprehension of truth, which is free from all illusion and glamour. To bridge between hierarchy and humanity and to work within this group requires one to be able to use the mind, to contact the soul, and to focalize the consciousness of the soul in the daily life at will. One must be in touch with the source of light, with this source of light and power and be receptive to the inspiration of love which emanates from that realm. Today, thousands of servers around the world are making this alignment, even if they have no knowledge of the hierarchy or are completely uninterested in spiritual matters. This really does not matter at all. For they respond to this new idealism, which is emerging via their own soul. And of course, they have made the required sacrifices to work out some measure of those ideals in their professional and personal lives. Identifying these groups and individuals can be difficult. But a clear understanding of the tasks of the new group of world servers does aid in recognizing their members wherever it is found. Their task is not the spread of esoteric or occult information, but rather the education of the human being, the expanding of human consciousness so that newer and truer ideas are grasped and understood. The group also necessarily works in the realm of economics and they encourage the right direction of money, then equi- equitable distribution of the world's resources. Thus, their work is, in one sense, with consciousness, and also, of course, with the, with the material world as well, for they have to really, what we call, have one foot in both realms to bridge between them. The right distribution of the world's resources... the sound economic management of all countries is really foundational to achieving a true international unity this is one of the reasons they must work within this realm such a unity necessitates the bringing into play the principle of sharing which must one day govern all economic relations between countries furthermore the achieving of the basic needs of large swaths of the world's population Allows them to begin to turn their attention toward the realm of the mind. Humanity must enter the coming era with a full and intelligent understanding of the principle of relationship within itself and with all other life forms on the planet. The development of the mind is the key to shifting of values from the material to the spiritual and also just to the basic spread of goodwill, because it's through the mind that really comes um, understanding and the ability to really build um, relationships that go beyond the normal um, separativeness, which is so often present in our material world. As I've somewhat explained now, workers in this group are often known um, by the quality of their work rather than its effects. And though this work does in time, of course, necessarily produce changes in the material world. Their work is known perhaps most, most prominently by its complete freedom from prejudice and from all of that which divides or separates. And of course, also by the clear note of unity, which it sounds. The law of sacrifice, the sort of urge to sacrifice, you could say, is necessarily present as well for all of that which impedes the working out of the purpose and energy of the soul, often must be set aside, and often this does require a great sacrifice or a real taming of the personal or selfish nature. Many often wonder just how to tell if someone is a member of the new group of world servers, and if there really are any metrics that they can use to sort of definitively determine whether one person or another is actually indeed in this group. They wonder, is just spiritual aspiration enough, or should one's service work be overwhelmingly successful and influential in its field? There are, of course, no purely material metric to identify members of the group, and there's Nobody, uh, there's no real um, uh, group or anybody that should say this person or that person is, um, is or isn't part of the group, for there's no really outer organization. It's important to look at the intent and the direction of lives, of the lives of those who you think may be part of this group, at their objectives and the effect that their work does have on human thinking and human relationships. There is a certain light and power which the work of this group brings into manifestation and this of course comes because they work with the soul. As one learns to contact their own soul, the presence of this light and power in others does become clear. Sometimes when people go to um, try to identify members of this group, they either see them everywhere or see them nowhere. And the difficulty is that, of course, um, there is no real limit um, limitation on where members in this group can work. For the soul really does pervade all things, and human relationships extend, of course, in every field of, of human endeavor, obviously. Um, it's important just in closing to keep in mind that these people are true idealists they are people who are free from prejudice and they may be working quietly behind the scenes or they may be working in the public eye Um, they are also people of course who are imperfect and who may be flawed and just because someone is maybe, um, there is a justified critique to make about a certain person or group, this doesn't necessarily preclude them from the group as well because somebody may do great good and also they um, also fail as well in other, other areas of their life or other ways. Um, these people, and often there are groups of course, not just individuals, um, they are really bridging they bridge, especially on the plane of mind, across ideological divisions, and these perhaps are the ones that are becoming most prominent today um, in our society as we become more and more mentally polarized, and able to think, and to, um, to think intelligently. That sort of division moves from the world of the emotions more so and onto the plane of mind and into the world of ideology. So now I'd like to open it up to um, all the participants. We have some participants also joining us live on Facebook as well. Um, if you'd like to share maybe any thoughts you have about the new group of world servers, about goodwill, group, goodwill work going forth in the world, about those people who, who you are think are really doing good work, bringing that energy of the soul into service work in some way maybe groups doing so, less so individuals, Um, any of that, please go ahead and uh, raise your hand. I'll unmute you, or you can um, share in the chat uh, any thoughts you might have.
0: While we're waiting, Michael, um, I just wanted to um, uh, ask you something about what you think is. The the Aquarian challenge, I think, is to do not just with relations between individuals, but relations between groups. And I think it's um, interesting to reflect on how groups can learn to work together with one another uh, in ways you know so that the groups can set aside the group personality which is uh, itself quite a challenge uh, have you any thoughts on that
1: i mean yeah i think it's really different because i mean sorry not different it's really difficult because um You know, oftentimes just integrating individuals into a group can be very difficult in itself. And there often very a lot of different different ideas. You know, there's a group objective, but people have different ways about that objective should work out. And, of course, there are many effective groups working in the world today um, with all sorts of different intentions and purposes. There's a lot of groups that do work for pure motive and for the good of humanity as a whole in whatever field they choose to work. Um, but it's important to also leave, um, you know, necessarily each group's going to have their specific way of doing something and their own objectives. And so when you have other groups that are working on similar objectives, sometimes there's differences in the way they think that should work out and that's right and good, you know, and so, um, what you don't want to do is dilute either of those groups in their work you know, groups can relate to each other, of course, Um, sometimes I think better through their intention rather than through necessarily close, close cooperation, you know, maybe aid each other where they can or support them in small ways, but we have to have different groups doing similar things in different ways. So, um, you know, there's a difference between right relationship and just uh, write out sort of unifying two things into one unit mm. uh, and so it's important to sort of make that distinction i think
0: i see somebody has um um verena davis has said in the chat I wonder if there could be a liaison with the Scientific and Medical Network. Are you familiar with their work? Um that that they're more UK based I think but they they do have international reach. Have you heard of them? The Scientific and Medical Network.
1: I haven't heard of them
0: unfortunately. Okay. No. Well, they they are there's a group are a group that you know London has had regular contact with over the years and i think they started primarily fr- from the medical side uh, but they but there are people who are interested in allowing the scientific uh, paradigm be broadened so that it doesn't it doesn't have to be just purely materialistic and it can it can allow in the concept of consciousness um so they do a lot of good work a lot of good work um and i think that's I'm sure, that Verena, that there could be liaison, that there could be groups who would... Co- and I know, for example, that there is a similar group in the U- in the US, I think the Institute of no- Noetic Sciences, you might have heard uh, of. Um, so again, and that, what you were saying, Michael, about here are two groups doing similar work, but they're doing it in different areas, and, and they cooperate. I know they've been in contact with one another, and I think that is... An encouraging sign within the, the the Aquarian Age that you are seeing groups supporting each other, even if they are, they do appear to be doing the same thing in a certain way, they can still be supportive of each other. Um,
1: yeah, I think that that recognition that it's all part of one work, you know, that's really important. So that brings mm-hmm. the right consciousness to it. Really, it's a really mm-hmm. mature way of being able to see things. I think
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. It requires a real maturity to do that. It's so easy to be critical, you know, especially when somebody's doing something very similar to what you're doing, but doing it in a way that you think is wrong, you know?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: You know, That's when people, it's, it's really easy. It's human nature. It's really easy to do that. So we have to be on guard, you know, against all sorts of those glamours that come up so easily in group work, you know, as, as those of us who have worked in groups they do. know, they do mm-hmm. come up very easily.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm seeing well, Matthew Martin comments that's happening later today. Um, there's a Unity Earth symposium, um, and again, Unity Earth I think is another initiative, which is an initiative of initiatives. It's 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 gathering. Lots of different groupings of all sorts of very diverse groupings under an umbrella. So again, that's another instance of the, 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 this kind of nascent group cooperative consciousness working out. Um, Rosemary Steele is saying, Cur- currently networking with Cygnus Cafes where people discuss and work together for the goodwill ends. Oh, I haven't heard of those Cygnus Cafes. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> um, I wonder if anyone has any thoughts they'd like to share. Anyone would like to speak? Or we're we just going, I think we're going to be just going from the cat, chat at the moment. Well, I have one group actually, so I was really hesitating to highlight any group
1: specifically, because I think it's important that you know we realize that there's nobody that can definitively say this group is or isn't a member of the new group of world servers, and I didn't want it to seem like I was suggesting that. Um, and so this is really, you know, of course, my personal opinion that this is this is a group working in the new group of world servers, and uh, it's it's a U.S. based group. And I've never worked with them directly, but it's just a group I'm really inspired by because I think their work is really important. And as a lot of people know that there's a real, uh, at least in the U.S., and I think elsewhere as well, there's a real market divide between ideologies, between political ideologies, between the political left and the political right. And it's grown to such an extreme that I think is really would have been unimaginable, you know, 15 or 20 years ago, Um and so that's that's concerning, I think, for a lot of people in the U.S. And there is a group it's called Braver Angels. And uh, let me just share real quick. It looks this is our website just to give you an overview. And their their aim is to really bring people together from the left and from the right and to put them in conversation and to do and to do all sorts of activities which bridge between these these two uh, these two political divides in the U.S., which you know, living in the U.S., it's my opinion, that's one of our our biggest sort of uh, cleavages or divides in our country right now is, you know, is along these political lines. And so just reviewing their site, it becomes very obvious that there's no sort of uh, really prejudice one way or the other that the group has. Their aim is really just to be a mediating group. And that's, to me, really strikes to the heart of what the Group of world servers should do in the world, and that's you know of course directly related to our goodwill work because it's really the foundations. This sort of being able to be a bridge, it's sort of the foundations of goodwill. It's where, for, where, where for good where from goodwill flows. You know, is the sort of mediating or connecting lines of web of network throughout the world. I just that's that's all really. <clears throat> Can share that other people i'm sure have other groups that for them are the you know really important doing important work as well because there's so many
0: there are and and, uh, and i think it's interesting that the the one you've highlighted is within the political field because of course i think politics is such a hard area to work in um because well if if you look into the 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 Bailey teachings about the fact of the first ray is very hard, a very hard energy to to work with Um, and politicians are in effect trying to synthesize, they're trying to balance out lots of different competing um, claims and doing that while you're being stimulated by the first ray and, uh, and you're being lobbied by People who, with lots of money, saying, do this, do that, do that. It's, it's, it's easy to under, underestimate how hard it is, I think, bizarrely. Um, but it's good that there are people working precisely to, to try and find ways to bridge within that field. And um, Violet Filipowicz. Fili- um, sorry if I'm mispronouncing it saying there is an encouraging slight shift in oops sorry slight shift in media reporting more people are tuning out to critical and negative news reporting which will open the door to change hmm um. someone else has said the League of Women Voters in the USA does excellent work educating all citizens about voting matters and that's, again that's, I think that's the whole, going back to politics it's about the whole responsibility of citizenship it is a very big one and, and, and you know it's one that maybe that's something that in the field of education it would be great if there could be more um, focus on the responsibilities of being a, a good citizen. Um, is that? I mean, I, I presume there is a kind of civic strand within uh, education in the states, is there, Michael? There's a what a c- civic, sorry. Civics strand. You know, you, you're that you're required to of well reflect on what it means to be a citizen and so on
1: you mean an educational system yes uh i mean yeah i think it's different for every state in the u.s uh but the okay. state i grew up in is all the education systems are a little different in each state mm-hmm. but yeah i think most of them have something like that at least in this verse at least in a small way you know
0: mm. yeah and somebody has put some quotes in the chat. Catherine Cruz has put some quotes in the chat from the wonderful Buddhist teacher who has just passed, tichnath Han. And this is what the, one of those things about identifying people who who are world servers. I think once they're dead, you can kind of say, well, they probably were. And I think with tichnath Han, I think you could probably say, yeah, he probably was a world server. Um, uh, it's a bit like Nelson Mandela. You know, people would say. At the time would you have said it? I'm not sure. But he's gone now, so you can you can you can award him the, the medal of membership after he's passed. Um, Matthew Martin has sent a link to over a hundred environmental groups. Um which yes, that there are so many different environmental groups working in the world at the moment. Um and here's another one from Darcy Sessions. Evolutionarily, leaders in service to conscious evolution, and it's interesting that that term of conscious evolution is becoming more and more a thing. People are thinking about what what does it what does that mean? What does evolution in consciousness mean? Um, so that's an interesting one that uh, that people are starting to think about. Evolution is not a purely material thing. I'm just going up and down the chat to see if there's anything else.
1: I mean, it's important to keep in mind, too, all the people at the local level, you know, who are definitely working in this group. You know, all the so many community leaders that are just probably never going to be known outside their small communities. All the emergency Mm -hmm. workers, the policemen, the firemen, the, you know, the nurses and doctors, you know, people that just aren't just doing their profession because it's a job, but they, they do that and they serve their communities be just, just because, you know, just because they have a sense of the importance of, a, of the group life of the community they live in, you mm-hmm. know, not just out of uh, like responsibility to their job necessarily or anything mm-hmm. like that, or ambition. They just do it because, because they want to help their community because they're not even for a reason they just sort of many people i've known they just automatically do that because that's just sort of how they are aligned you know mm-hmm. i think that's the most beautiful thing when you when you can meet somebody like that it's just yes just so naturally committed to that greater life that they live in community or mm-hmm. nation or whatever you know so yeah
0: and and, and i think what well, while one might what one might hesitate to 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 say a person as a world server. You, it's it's very easy to identify such people as people of goodwill. You know, but of course, that is yeah. that is the energy which is fueling that um, service. And Santana Starr um, says there are many positive groups working at every level imaginable. Um, the point Michael you made is working from the soul, uh, and and I think again as as you pointed out. You recognise those people through a kind of soul resonance. In effect, it's it's a quality that is expressed within their work, and it's. <clears throat> I was wondering just because um, in New York you have the the good fortune to be close to the UN, um, whether when you are f- from time to time in UN meetings, how how strongly one senses that that vibration within the UN work?
1: Yeah, well, I think like the, I mean, it's important to recognize or to acknowledge, first of all, that the soul, soul resonance, that soul quality is always a mental quality, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and you definitely see, uh, you know, a lot of very, very intelligent, mentally polarized people at the UN. But I think most prominent at the UN, the most prominent evidence at the UN is just sort of the foundational ideals of that, of that group, You know, you go back to the Universal Declaration of Human Life, the purpose for which the UN exists is just so, um, Mm -hmm. to me, undeniable that despite uh, anything one group or another is actually doing at any given time at the UN, or despite the many sort of political disagreements that come up between countries necessarily Mm. from time to time which is that's important that those do come up there actually Mm -hmm. um it's just the fact of that underlying the sort of the power and the um exactness of that purpose which underlies the group which underlies the found which underlies the UN itself and which Mm -hmm. it continues to operate for I mean, to me, it's just whenever, whenever somebody's speaking there, and you can see that, it's just you know, that's it. But of course, that's mm. just me, you know.
0: Mm. I, I, th- I I agree, and I, and I th- well, again, we, there's the, the notion that the avatar of synthesis overshadows or overlights the the general assembly, which I think seems entirely plausible to me. Be, uh, um. I, I notice um, Isa C.K. has mentioned the book Blessed Unrest by Paul Hawken. Um, we read about thousands of groups working for um, a better world in different ways. And, and, and I think that also highlights another point, which is that the people have described this group with many different terms it's not it's not just the fact that that there are many many different groups but that the actual movement has been described in many different ways um as well and that's that is a book which uh, describes it under under that banner of blessed unrest um and Roswitha Schuller-Buchel talks about um dot Ch does a great job in Africa, South America, and Asia in the agricultural field, and that—that's. Um, I, I remember watching a video um, recently where I was very surprised. It was a biodynamic farm, um, and it was talking about uh, a robot that they, had, they were employing on their on their farm uh, to basically. Um, I think it was sorting out feed for different animals, so that each animal got exactly the the, the mix of um, nutrients that it needed. And I, and I just thought that that's, that's that's kind of amazing because you you don't uh, the, the whole field of agriculture and of farming. Um, you sometimes might think of it as being quite, um, I don't know not not very innovative but I think it actually is very innovative and it's an example of where technology can be applied in a very positive way if it's thought through like that um, someone else has mentioned, Catherine Cruz has mentioned Charles Eisenstein's work um, I think a lot of people will be familiar with him um, and also, Darcy Sessions mentions the spiritual caucus of the new Um So, yes, and and here's somebody who's actually a member, kept Flourish, of Braver Angels. So um, she's pointing out that new members are so welcome and it's been helpful to her her own family. Um, so I think we're... <coughs> The chat is beginning to catch fire, but it's just about the time that it's actually time to to probably dra- draw things to a close, uh, I, would, I would say, Michael, wouldn't you? We'll get it. It's now almost 10 past now, 10 past. Um, so do you, do you have any final words you want to say before we just close? No,
1: I don't have anything final to say, but uh, thank you, Dominic, for hosting
0: And thank you for presenting. And uh, we'll we'll end, I think, with a moment of silence and reflection on our connection with all the many service groups that are around the world. Thank you.